All right, here we go, episode 12, rocking and rolling. We've got Jay and Asha Farswani from Ash Pops. We've got John Scaroli, Scaroli, I think I nailed it on that one. Got Armatura. it. Uh, we're going to get right into it. We're talking water lily seeds. That's, yep. that, that's, that's, that's somewhat new. I, I've seen it around. I know what we're kind of talking about, but maybe others don't. Sure. Give us a little insight in water lily seeds. Yeah. How did it get started with Ash Pops? And give us a little description about the type of product, where it comes from, how you got it started. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Mark. So, so mom, Asha, and I started this company about two and a half years ago. My mom grew up in India. She grew up eating these water lily seeds. They're sort of like popcorn without the corn. And this was her popcorn growing up. Um, she started eating them again about three years ago. She was having trouble sleeping at night. And so she went to the doc, and the doc was like, you're deficient in magnesium. You got to take magnesium pills. And my mom's just never been a fan of taking pills unless she has to. So, you know, remember that my grandma used to eat them for the same reason. So she started eating them again every night before she slept. And um, being a mom and being an Indian mom, she was like, Jay, you got to try these out too. They're way better for you. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I tried it. I love the fact that it didn't get stuck in my teeth like popcorn does. And I didn't feel bloated after. Uh, so I take them out for my meetings, friends, entrepreneurs, and they're like, man, this is pretty damn awesome. Like your mom has something here. Why don't you do something with this? Take it to the farmer's market. So pitched a tent Saturday morning, Marina Del Rey Farmer's Market in LA about two and a half years ago. And the response was just amazing. People love the product, but more importantly, in my opinion, they resonated with my mom. My mom was having a blast connecting with them. Just all in all, good vibes. Um, and so, you know, started helping her out part-time, um, you know, on the weekends, farmer's markets. And launched in stores exactly two years ago. And since then, it's been quite the journey. We're now in Whole Foods, Equinoxians, Erewhon, hotels, so on and so forth. About the product itself, so, right? So these seeds, they come from the lily pad. They're uh, from the central to north, northeastern part of India, right? It's about 20 seeds to, to a pad, if you will. You know, at when, uh, it's, it's, it's seasonal, so it's one season a year. And when, the, when it's ripe, the seeds tend to fall to the base of the pond. The farmers pick them up. They then roast them to take the shell out, they then uh, bake them, and then the seed is, is, is what you see. It's a white seed, it's fluffy, it's light, it's satisfying, and it's a superfood. Last point, why is it a superfood? It's, it's got magnesium, it's got antioxidants, it's got B-complex vitamins, and it's a low-calorie snack, 100 calories in the entire bag. I like it. Um, let's, let's talk nutritional profile for something like this. Uh, and, and by the way, Asha, well done. Thank you, Mike. Your, your son looks like looks like and speak. It looks like a decent guy, and he speaks well. So uh, I, I bet you did an amazing job raising him. Um, Thank you, my dear. Praise the Lord and his son of Yes, yes. I've got, I've got a Jewish mother, and, and so I have a feeling there's a lot of the similarities going on. You know, there's lots of phone calls, lots of hey, I need to give you uh, some insight here. So uh, we speak the same language. It's like you know me, Mark. <laughs> um, let's talk nutritional profile, uh, because I would assume the makeup of it is something um, unique in its own, uh, but similar to uh, seeds and nuts, uh, better for you, nutritious. But give, it, give us a little bit of the profile. Yeah, so, um, you know, it is a carb-based 
snap. Uh, but in terms of uh, in terms of the allergens, it's basically allergen free, right? So no corn, no gluten, no soy, none of that. Uh, it's got um, uh, because it's sort of um, it, because its texture is naturally puffy. It's not been extruded or any of that. The texture is what it is. It's just natural. Um, it's basically it's got double the protein that popcorn does. It's got half the fat. Um, and, and on a carb, on a carb basis as well, it's basically 30% lower than what popcorn has. So just all in all compared to sort of popcorn and some of the other snacks we've seen, we just, we just feel it's sort of more nutritionally dense. Uh, and because, uh, texture wise, it's so similar to what we're used to already or what the American palate is used to. It's not that foreign. So when people taste it, they're like, we get it. This tastes pretty awesome. Uh, it's not new. It's not foreign. It's, 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 you know, it's something we've, we're used to and we've tasted before. I hope that answers your question. It does. Um, we'll get into a little uh, a flavor profile, but I'll get a little bit deeper just because I, you know, I, I like my nutrition talk. Um, so are we talking, uh, and, and I, I hope you have the answer. I'm sure you do. Are we talking three to four grams of protein probably per ounce? Um, yeah. yeah. We're talking five to six grams of fat uh, per ounce uh, and maybe 12 to 15 grams of carbohydrates per ounce. Now I see what you're going for. So let me be specific. So per yeah. ounce, five grams of protein two grams of fat and it's got about uh depending on the flavor about 15 grams of carbs i dig it okay uh, is there is there fiber in it is there a couple grams of fiber or uh thank you for reminding me yes there's uh again depending on the flavor it's about uh, it's about a gram or two grams of fiber okay fair okay good um I, you know me I, i'm big on balanced nutrition it's it's how okay. i how i eat and everything that i talk about so um you know, I'll have to I'll have to grab a, a, a few bags. Um, let's talk flavor profiles. I, I checked out the site. Um, you went savory to sweet. Uh, give us uh, uh, three or four of your top sellers and uh, how you came up with those profiles and why. So mom has a little bit of a sweet tooth herself. So when she started eating these herself, the dark chocolate is how she started. So <laughs> that was just natural. Um, but basically, our, our best sellers are our vegan cheese and our turmeric garlic. Um, the reason why they resonate is because they're sugar-free. Uh, the vegan cheese is sort of high in, 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 the, in, the, in the vitamins and the, minor, in the minerals as well as the, the protein count. Um, the way we started with these flavors was actually the farmer's markets, right? Uh, started with the dog shopping because that's what mom made herself for herself. And then, you know, she's always been a fan of like cheesy puffs. So we started off with the cheese and we started off with the, with the, with the chocolate. And then just, you know, kept iterating. So a lot of customers would come by and be like, well, you know, maybe you should have a cinnamon or, you know, maybe you should have a, um, you should have sort of a garlicky flavor. That'd be kind of awesome. Uh, and then a lot of people, especially because we're in SoCal, would be like a nice spicy flavor would be awesome. So we went through a bunch of iterations. So what you see now is sort of after a year and a half, a few years of iterating, but initially our flavor set was sort of the, uh, the, the cheese, the turmeric, the, uh, the Bombay pepper masala, which was our spicy Indian flavor and then our dark chocolate, and we did a seasonal cinnamon flavor. But, but our flavor profile as it stands now is three savory, one sweet, savory being the vegan cheese, the turmeric garlic, the chili lime, all three sort of use ingredients that my mom has always cooked with, um, no sugar, which was, we, we thought was important, uh, and customers agree with that. And then our sweet one, which is our dark chocolate, which is sort of sweetened with organic coconut sugar, uh, and what our customers like to call our healthy cocoa puffs, because they literally taste like a healthy version of cocoa puffs, especially when mixed with uh, vegan milks. I'll give you a couple comments. Uh, one is, Please. one is, yeah, everybody has a comment to make, right? 
about what what you should or shouldn't do, flavors, ah, you gotta do this, you gotta, right? that, that's coming no matter what, right? Um, number two, interesting to hear uh, cheese uh, being at the top of the skew list, right? Uh, for, for, um, for most or even for us, it's the same thing. And it's very common out there if, if you're in food and beverage specifically around the food <laughs> side, cheese is often or cheese related flavors are often uh, top skews. Um, whether it's actually on the vegan side or non-vegan. Um, and there, there is a, there's a thing to, to be said, right, about what you may want or what you may like versus what the consumer does. So anybody out there who's thinking about doing the food stuff, you got to listen. You got to be listening to what consumers uh, are, are not just asking for, but what they're, what they're coming back for. Uh, that's an important piece for anybody who's starting a business in, in this category. Yeah, could that's an excellent point, and, and I will say that on the farmers market, you know, we had, you know, there was a lot of feedback, uh, but sometimes it's, 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 I mean, a lot of feedback is good, but sometimes it's also confusing because everybody has a different sort of taste in different taste buds, different palate, and so sometimes we'd go down this path of a flavor, but then we realized there were just ten people who liked that flavor, and the others were kind of like, and eh, like, you know, we'll have it once, but I don't think we're going to come back to it. So that yes. that was a learning experience for us. Uh, so absolutely agree with that. And so it's important to sort of stay true to what's authentic to you as well and what, what you personally care about. And then, of course, balance that out with what the customer wants and what the customer customer cares about. And that's the perfect umami at the end of the day. I, I often use the analogy, the, the black red shirt analogy. You walk into the store, that good looking, it just so happens I'm wearing red, that good looking red shirt, you're like, I'm going to be so fly in that shirt. You grab the black shirt on the way out because it's safe, it made sense, and because you know in, to the heart that you're going to wear it more often. So anyway, that's just that's my lame uh, shirt analogy. Um, let's jump into some retail stuff. I love hearing that you're um, in, in retail. Uh, we could add in a little bit of the direct-to-consumer business within this, this little frame. Uh, give us the retailers you're in, and give us, if you don't mind, a little piece of your direct-to-consumer business. What, what does that make up in the business right now? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, initially, um, you know, I came from the tech and venture background, so my bias was towards let's just go D2C right away. And then what I quickly learned at least two and a half years ago was that you have after drive, drive trial, especially because this is such a new category that education was important. And so we realized that retail was probably the best way for us to start, at least in our opinion. And so right now we're, uh, you know, so we focus primarily on retail. We were about, we were about 80% retail, 20% online. Uh, retail being Whole Foods, uh, uh, Erewhon stores, uh, Rainbow Grocery up in San Francisco, a bunch of national food stores in Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York. Uh, we did schools, so UCLA, Caltech, and their vending machines, their cafes. Uh, we did uh, hotels like the Marriott, Equinox, sort of in the room, um, mini bar, and then we did uh, we did cafes. Um, but you know, with everything that's happened, we've seen an automatic transition to sort of the online side. So last month, we did about 60% of our sales were online, 40% retail. So it's quite a dramatic and drastic switch. And, and so we do feel that at this time right now, especially with the category sort of, I wouldn't say mature, but maturing, uh, we're starting to sort of invest more on the online side. So, so far we've been reactive in that we have a lot of customers be like, listen, we love our product, we just want to buy it online. And they come to our site and buy it. Uh, but now we're sort of being more active about sort of driving discovery and trials through online methods and sort of strategically investing in that. You know, a lot of people tell us that, you know, this is kind of tough, I'm sure this is tough for you, so on and so forth, and it is. 
but you know we, we only focus on what we can control and honestly change is the only permanent thing in life and so we are given what we're given and we need to make the best use of that instead of invest strategically in what makes sense to make us a stronger business going forward jay i like your style <laughs> if you did if you were just i want you to rewind go back go back 25 seconds and listen to what jay just said asha i gotta tell you one more time this guy over there he's the real deal you, 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 what you just said is exactly right. Um, and I want people to listen to that again. And I'm going to listen to, uh, uh, it's very important. And, uh, the word reactive right before that super important. It's okay to be reactive. It's okay. Uh, in fact, uh, you better lean into being reactive. Uh, it, you, you gotta be in the now and you gotta be in reality. Uh, and oftentimes people um, need, need a, you know, a, a real, you know, strong reality check um, to understand when things need to be adjusted or moved or, or changed. And so uh, kudos to you on that and the commentary behind it. Um, lastly, let's do this as I like to close, close it out with you. Let's talk 12 months. Uh, I often always say the same thing. I'm an optimistic guy. I like to think the best in everything uh, and everybody. Uh, and uh, let's say we get through this in the next 60, 90, 120 days, things become, again, it's going to be a, a new normal, but hopefully a normal. Um, what, does, uh, what does Ash Pops look like in 12 months? All good questions. Um, so, you know, the vision for Ash Pops has always been to sort of be a platform to bring mom's ideas to before, right? People say, you know, what's your role, Jane? I said I'm the chief executive officer, but she's the chief energy officer, right? I exist, and the entire company exists as a vehicle to express her ideas. And so 12 months from now, our goal is to sort of continue to find channels and ways to sort of bring our water leader seats to the customers. But as we figure out these channels, also bring the new products and ideas that the mom has ideas for that I've been sort of pushing off because there's only so many hours in the day and focus is very important initially. But in 12 months from now, the goal will be to sort of get into other uh, adjacent products that she has ideas of, and hopefully by then we've figured out our channels. Um, I mean, it's always a learning process, but hopefully by then we've sort of had a solid, solid handle over in retail, this is what works. Online, this is what works. We understand our cost of acquiring a customer, and so now we can start to test new products and new, uh, within a category and then expand out to other categories. Good for you. Uh, I, I, good, good for you. Um, I like what you're what you're both doing. Congratulations thus far, uh, and uh, I wish you nothing but success. Um, Thank you for having us, man. Of course, I appreciate the content on LinkedIn. I read it every day. I loved your post this morning, and when we go to Whole Foods, we see your product all the time, and I always think of your 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 face and your content. So now I have to your energy to associate with. So I appreciate it. Don't think of my face. That's a, you, you're not, don't do that. That's, that'll scare right. some people. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, all right. John, we're switching over to you to close this bad boy out. Sure. Armatura looks like you, you dive deep into CPG. Everything from how you're moving product to why you're moving product to where you're moving it to how you're going to get it off the shelf and the like. Give it to us. Yeah, sure. First, thanks for com for inviting me, Mark. Appreciate it. And Jai, great job. I mean, I, the things that you were saying are music to my ears. And you know, as a as an outsourced operations company working with young emerging brands, some of the things that you said are, are spot on what we try to help and guide them. 
you know, focused, but also being nimble. You know, there's only so many hours in a day and you can't be everything to everybody right away. You have to learn how to run your business. Right? So learn how to play in all these different channels. You talked about it. Um, so what we do is we, we take a look into what, whatever a company is looking to do. So we work with companies at three different stages. You know, we have clients that are got this really great idea, have no idea how to bring it to life, but I've made it in my kitchen and it's amazing. And we want to figure out how how do you make that? So we go through a validation process with them and help them figure out, can you source the ingredients in a commercial viable way? Is there someone that can recreate, from a co-packer point of view, your item? Um, or is it so unique that maybe you need to make a big investment in some CapEx, which I tried never to steer anyone down that road because I'm a big fan of using other people's money to bring your product to life. So we do some of that. And then there's definitely a lot of times where we get deep into a company where they're already in business, right? And they're, and they're doing a great job, but you know, they need to continue to grow their brand. And, and the best way to grow their brand is making sure you've got a solid foundation behind you. And that, that means a lot of different things in, in a lot of different ways. And fortunately through my career, I've touched so many different things with large companies, small companies, and having a solid backbone in, in regards to your, your process, how you do things, where you buy, supply assurance, cost of goods management, strategic sourcing, having the right partnerships to grow. I mean, it, it, it's there. There's no better way to grow your brand and grow your business by having the right partners in place. But it needs to be done in a strategic way. You know, just because you've got a great relationship with someone in California, if all of your business is in Miami, well, that may not make sense. It's so, you know, taking a look strategically at what is today's plan and Thomas Mark's point, what does next year look like 12 months from now? How we, how do we think we want to get there? And then laying in those foundational planks from a process point of view, systems point of view, people point of view to be able to execute against that. So, you know, we come in and, and help with developing the strategy and often running the operations side of your business for brands. Because a lot of times, brands like yourself, both of you, you're growing. You're growing at a fast pace. And maybe it doesn't make sense to hire two, three, four people to run operations and customer service. We can do that for you. And the goal for us is to help you get it to a point and develop this backbone and essentially hand it back. Help you find the right people, the right teams, and transition it back into the business so there's that merging of, I've been able to grow this from a top line sales point of view, the cost of goods and operations worked, bring it together so that you can take your business back, run your team, grow your team. And you know we feel delighted that we were a part of that journey versus running your business forever. That's just not, it's not necessarily what we want to do, but you know, a lot of it is, you know, you've heard it, you know, Mark, you've been around doing many different things. Jai, you've got, done some amazing things. You got some more wounds, right? And it's, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And being able to share and help uh, some, of those, some of those mistakes or those things that have happened uh, along the way, you know, being ahead of that is so invaluable. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's delightful to hear your, both your comments and how you grow in your business. Sometimes it's scary to hear and look at beautiful brands that look amazing. And to the consumer, it's this, this big thing. And you get under the hood and it's sometimes an interesting thing what you see. Um, so, you know, we try to be as, as honest as we can with, with being respectful. Uh, you know, what, what you both do to create something for nothing, that's the hard part. 
what we do is the easy part. There's only so many ways to do what we do, but creating something from nothing that people want and that's delicious and that's nutritious, that, that's the hard part. Everything else, quote unquote, is easy. So that's in a nutshell what we do. Very cool. So basically A to Z in the CPG. And yes, you could take that, take that and tag it. Um, <laughs> nice. John Armatura info. Uh, Jay and Asha info is right there. Uh, really enjoyed having everybody on. I appreciate it very much. And I wish you nothing but success. I will be talking to you soon.